0: Hey everyone, Wife here. So Husband and I, but mostly Husband, have been trying a new idea um, with some live Twitch streams. So here is some of the audio from some of his new streams. This is a
1: work in progress, so fair warning, the sound levels and quality aren't quite up to our usual standard, but we are working on it.
0: So, without further ado, here's Husband and TCG Rollout talking about the upgrade cards of the Transformers game.
1: So, welcome back, everybody. We're jumping into our upgrades. I am joined again by... Landon from TCG Rollout. Definitely check them out over on YouTube. And as you can see in the rotating banners, we got some other contact info for you up there. Uh, we just got through discussing our action cards for the game. And although I thought we were going to disagree on more, it really kind of came down to, I guess, the healing cards. Yeah. For the most <laughs> part. So we'll see if the upgrades lead to any more uh, combative dis- discussion than <laughs> what we had before. Um, and we're starting off, we're basically going in alphabetical order. Uh, If anybody watching this has any issues with the stream, you know, audio levels or anything, definitely let us know. Because we're, this is still new to me and I'm trying to make sure that we do it as best we can. So the first one we're leading off with is Aerial Recon. It's obviously required planes. Orange pip, plus one defense, straight off the bat. When the upgraded character attacks or defends, look at the top card of your deck. You may scrap it. This is part of the reason, honestly, I thought that there's a potential for the no-combat plane deck. Because then you could theoretically filter out all of the things that have no pips for combat steps.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Since it is both attacks and defends. Yeah. uh, I don't know if it's going to matter that much in that deck. But I think, obviously, this is going to get played in planes otherwise.
0: Yeah, the fact that it triggers off of attacking and defending... Is major. I've seen plenty of cards that only trigger off attacking. Right. And if that was the case for this, it wouldn't nearly be as good. Right. But we don't have anything that really affects the top card of the deck for defense except this.
1: Yes, and that definitely sets it apart. And if for nothing else, it's it is definitely unique. But yeah. I think it it is subtly powerful because of that. And you yeah. mentioned it earlier when we were going through the actions that. Planes typically do not have a whole lot of defense. Mm-hmm. So getting that plus one defense can be pretty critical. It does add up.
0: Yeah. And I think they put an orange battle icon on there because it's just so good for defense that if it was blue, it would be way too powerful. Right.
1: Yeah, as we said before, most of the cards seem to alternate that text versus pips, and it definitely helps. I'm. It It is something I want to keep an eye on when future sets come out what is the critical mass of, okay, now I have all defensive pips and all defensive cards, or offensive, or whatever it happens to be, and what becomes the mix long term. But, um, I really like this card, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know if it'll enable all the wacky builds that I was thinking of, but is this enough to put a plane in a non-plane deck? I mean, it requires planes so that, if it didn't have that restriction, would you care enough about the defensive half of it?
0: If you didn't have to worry about planes?
1: Mm.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I love this card.
1: <laughs> yeah, it seems like if it didn't require planes or was a little more loose on its requirements, that it would probably show up almost everywhere. Yeah. Because data pad on, uh, or pseudo data pad on defense is really strong. Yeah, definitely. So, moving from that, another sort of restrictive card, the Agility of Bumblebee, which. I appreciate the the attempts at these unique weapons, but this one sounds a little silly. Um, Well, it's a utility. Yes, but it also... I'm pretty sure this is when Bumblebee had a cane. Like, I don't... I think this is from... That's not a... Like, a club in his hand. I think that's his cane. So, the, the iron... I'm not sure. So, somebody listening to this will probably correct me, but... I'm not sure, and it makes it sillier if that's the case, but (laughs) that's an aside. So this is an offensive pip, it's a utility, it gives you plus one attack to anybody, while it's on Bumblebee when he attacks, draw a card. Is this enough to make you play triple Bumblebee?
0: Triple Bumblebee is enough to make me play triple Bumblebee, (laughs) and this is a great addition to that, but if you're not doing that, you probably won't play this.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't do enough. Do yeah. you think Triple Bumblebee... And we'll get into this when we get to the characters, but do you think Triple Bumblebee is a thing? Yes. Okay. I'm I, want, o- to I want to build it. I so want to build it. I'm missing the super rare, which is probably the case for just about everybody, but... Ironically,
0: I, I re- I'm only missing the starter
1: Bumblebee.
0: <laughs> you don't have the starter? It's in
1: the mail. <laughs> I am Optimus Prime. I don't know why. It felt like that was appropriate to say at that point. <laughs> so, all right. Enough with the agility and the, uh, the hive, which... Okay, one last comment about that. Anybody who's been collecting Transformers for a while, which is probably a lot of people out there, you will remember all those days where you walked into a Walmart or Toys R Us, rest in peace, or whatever, and you were like, oh, what new cool Transformers out? Oh, look, it's 10,000 bumblebees across three different lines because it was the movie line, it was Prime, and then it was, you know, Generations. Yeah. And it was just a sea of yellow. Even my wife would... You know, She'd go somewhere, go to pick something up, and be like, nope, just the hive.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, well. Anyway, so the next one is Armed Hovercraft. I really like this thing, and I misread it, and then it got better. Yeah. So I initially was reading this on my phone, and I must have had my thumb over it or something, but I thought it only dealt one damage to one thing. It's actually deal one damage to everything when you play this onto a ranged character. Yeah. It's a defensive pip and plus one attack. This is where I really wanted to build that Inferno or Disarm deck to just kind of cycle this. This was a serious, like,
0: contender for my Shockwave Inferno deck.
1: It sounds like it didn't make the final 40. It didn't? It did not. Okay. So but what that, was that is the purely because
0: Inferno is my only ranged character.
1: Ah. Uh, no, that's a good point. You would assume that Shockwave is ranged. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> So, I really like this thing, and it it obviously shows that, to my knowledge, this is one of the only cards, or maybe the only card that's, when you play it, do damage, as opposed to you, so you have the ones that, uh, the other upgrades that will blow up a weapon, or an armor, or whatever. This is the only one that actually does damage. Yeah. I can't think of any other one. So, eventually, and this is not to be a broken record again, but eventually we'll get more of these effects and maybe that deck will exist. But as of right now, it, I feel like it could earn a slot anyway. The spread mm-hmm. damage isn't exciting, but it is still direct damage.
0: Yeah, it's an extra benefit. Like there's plenty of upgrades that just get plus one of something. Right. And this is just the extra benefit of, oh, well if I'm running a range deck and I want a plus one, why wouldn't I run this, you know?
1: That actually leads me to my question for you. Do you think, so we obviously have truck decks. Well, maybe we don't Mm -hmm. have truck decks, but we have car decks. (laughs) We have Dinobots. We have Insecticons. We have planes, blah, blah, blah. Is ranged a thing? Because you had mentioned specialists before, and they do have multiple tools. Do you think ranged, because you get this, you get, uh, is it Tandem Targeting System? Is that the wrong card?
0: Uh, It's the one where you play Rapid Ascent.
1: Yes, Rapid Ascent. Sorry, I'm I'm thinking of the artwork and mixed them up. But you have a couple things that key off of ranged characters. Do you think just straight-up ranged.deck is a thing?
0: I, I don't know if it will without another tag, because just tanks. This can go in a tank deck pretty easily. Right. So will ranged specifically be a thing? I don't really know, but tanks are ranged and can totally take advantage of this. So yeah. this could go in a ranged tank
1: deck. It is something that, you know, keep in mind for the future, maybe there are enough generically good Transformers that happen to be ranged, and they don't necessarily fall into one of those other tribal themes. Exactly. So we'll have to see how that one shakes out. I do really love this card, though. Yeah. Uh, so this one's a little less exciting, Armored Plating. It's a blue pip. It gives you one armor. Woo-hoo. Yep. <laughs> is it making the cut in your guilds? Nope. <laughs> Honestly, the only way I could see playing this is if I really needed another blue pip, I guess. I, I mean, know. I mean, okay, so
0: if you like this, you'll like the next card way more.
1: Yeah, it, and that's <laughs> Yeah, this one is when we were talking about armor earlier. This was one of the ones that did stand out. So compared to armor plating where it's okay, great, I'll hunker down and give them one extra armor or one extra defense. Who cares? Blast shield, on the other hand, with a blue pip and giving plus two defense is spectacular. Now, it does have the grenade launcher clause, just in reverse, where after it defends, it goes away. But if you hunker down this onto a demolisher or something similar, you get the attack bonus, you get the defense bonus, and then maybe you can do it again with another hunker down next turn.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. With armored plating, I don't, like, sure, it stays on him longer... But there's other cards that give plus one defense that do more. Blast Shield gives plus two. Sure, it's for a shorter time period, but it's the only plus two defense card out there.
1: And you can kind of think of it sort of as a heal. Are you you coming at it from that perspective at all? Eh, I I, don't, I know a lot of people...
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people are like, "Well, the more defense you have, it's like you have more health." I don't really come at it that way, mm-hmm. um, but it is. I can see that argument.
1: It if you look at it from a MMO perspective, like the like World of Warcraft, it's more mm-hmm. effective health. I guess mm-hmm. is probably the the best descriptor. So it isn't literal health, but obviously your guys lasting longer in the end.
0: Right, unless they go heavy pierce,
1: which is uh, yeah, I've. I've uh, been on the other end of that playing tanks. It's about yeah. as much fun as it sounds. <laughs> so I think we're both positive on this one. Yeah. Uh, now body armor, orange pip mm. melee only gives a tough three. I I don't know how I feel about this one, and I I'm leaning towards it's not very positive. What about you?
0: Yeah, no, I don't. It's it's the mere opposite of power sword, right? And I made a whole video about, is Power Sword really that good compared to Flamethrower? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm looking at this going, is body Armor really that good against uh, that other reinforced plating? Right. It's like, I don't know. Like, It's got the opposite battle icon that you want, and it's melee characters only.
1: Melee characters only, I think, really puts the nail... I, I don't know if i play this if it was just Tough 3.
0: I mean, with just tough three, I could see playing it because if you want a heavy defense deck, but with hmm. melee characters only, there's so many offensive options, mainly power sword, hmm. that does it make sense to be trying to mix up your pips when you're trying to get tough three and bold three?
1: Yeah, so, I, yeah, I'm not sold on this one, so we're going yeah. to put that one aside for now. So Bug Bomb is another one that I'll I'll let you lead this one off after I read it out, because I, I have some thoughts on this one. So this is a blue pimp, only Insecticons. When the upgraded character is KO'd, draw a card, scrap an enemy upgrade, and your opponent discards a card from their hand. So what are your thoughts on this one?
0: I love it. You do? I think okay. it is fantastic, and it really fits Insecticons, and will when I'm playing against them, I will really have to consider if all that negative is worth the knockout
1: right the
0: you know, and I will not always have that choice
1: yeah I was I've... pretty down on this for a while to be honest with you mm mm-hmm. mhm the main reason sorry I didn't mean to cut you off the, the main reason huh. I was down on it was I didn't see I still function yet uh-huh so at the time yes you, there are a lot of bad things that happened to you but a lot of my games were everybody's dumping their hand and okay, they'll get an extra card, but they invested this thing into it. So it's kind of, you know, you're cycling. But it it, it just didn't seem to do enough. But now with I Still Function and, you know, getting multiple uses, it's a little bit easier, I think. So I'm definitely, it's definitely growing on me. And obviously I was going to be including it in Insecticons. But although it had three positive things for the person playing it, Mm -hmm. it just felt like, okay, well, they're just killing all my Insecticons anyway.
0: Well, that's the thing. The name of the game is to kill all the Insecticons, so you can get a benefit off them killing your Insecticon.
1: Right. It, it just... I'm not sure how to put it. It's just... it. Yes, I get it. I get it. A, I get it's the one of the those, Insecticons will, I guess.
0: <laughs> you know, it's they, they, one of those things where you have to take such a huge negative for this to work, and you get such a small positive in comparison... Right. Now, a lot of people kind of flinch at it, but the way I see it is you're going to have that negative anyways. So why not get something positive out of it?
1: Well, the argument I would have to that is what can I do to not have that negative? So in other games, not necessarily card games, but other, you know, competitive video games or whatever. Let's if we took a MOBA, it's do I take an ability or choose a character with an ability to prevent me dying or take a character with an ability that happens when I die? So, I, it, generally, you'd want the former because you'd rather, you know, be actively doing stuff. In this particular case, are we advancing our game plan enough without, you know, taking that hit?
0: Is there a utility upgrade that will prevent your Insecticon from dying?
1: Well, it doesn't have to necessarily be an upgrade, though. So, you could have... Well, it, that's that's the slot
0: that this takes up.
1: Well, that assumes that you have to run the utility. So I guess what I'm getting at is that it clearly is eating up a slot, but the deck list isn't necessarily X number of armor, X number of utility, X number of weapon. You could just run... What if there's a weapon that you want to run in the slot instead? It's still eating up your upgrade, but not necessarily. it's not necessarily a utility.
0: Yeah, you just have to weigh that weapon against all the other weapons you're playing.
1: Right, of course. And so I, yeah.
0: it, it becomes this balancing act where... I find plenty of times where I'm fully loaded with weapons and armor, and it's like, okay, what utilities do I want to utilize? And in Insecticons, I think this is a must include. Because there aren't uh, many utilities you're gonna want to include in your deck, and this is just some benefit for that negative you will eventually have to deal with. Right.
1: I don't think that there's currently a card that's gonna push this out of your Insecticon 40.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and at least right now. So I have some preliminary lists, and they do include bug bombs, and they can include a full set of bug bombs. The question is, and this is all hypothetical, so I guess it's kind of a silly discussion, but in a future set, does this do enough to justify its spot? And that's the thing. So if there, if there was a utility that prevented an Insecticon from dying, even for a turn, would you rather have that than the bug bomb? And I guess it, it's all going to depend on what that card literally does. But yeah. I would, in general, lean towards, I'd rather them not die than have them die. Even with yeah. still function as a thing.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely see that argument about this card. Okay. I just see that the game's only win condition is killing everyone. So mm-hmm. eventually your guys will start dropping like flies. Have you, uh, have you been playing against this a lot? I have not. Most people are, uh, from what I've seen, most people are at the draft. They're avoiding insecticons Mm -hmm. because they're so technical. It's going to take a while for people to grasp them. Because I'm curious
1: how much this would influence an opponent. I mean, it's clearly going to depend on the matchup, but is Mm -hmm. this enough to deter somebody from going for the kill? And I I assume not because, as we discussed, you know. You want to cut down your opponent's options and removing a character is, you know, that it's a quarter of what they can do.
0: Yeah, but build. If, if I know my character is going to get knocked out next turn, I can play this down and maybe I scrap their Matrix of Leadership, mm-hmm. and then they have to scrap a card from their hand, and I draw a card. Right. Like there's certain options where yeah, I'm taking that hit, mm-hmm. but this is going to help out, and there's nothing else for me to play right now.
1: Yeah, I think that's ultimately what it boils down to, is there isn't a yeah. card that justifies replacing this currently, at least as far as I know. Obviously, this, the game came out, what, two days ago, officially? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that everybody out there, it'll be fun in a few months to go, oh, what were we thinking? But right now, <laughs> this is all we got.
0: I do love the idea of using Scrapnel mm. to knock out Ransack, Yes. To tap one of, or with Bug Bomb attached, to knock to tap one of their characters, get all that benefit from Bug Bomb, then I still function Ransack back to swing for a massive amount of damage into whatever character you just tapped.
1: That, yeah, that is living the dream. I, yeah. and it may not even be that much of a dream, to be perfectly honest. So you can, you know, that's not that many cards considering Ransack yeah. and Scrapnel are going to be starting the game in play. Yeah, You know, it, it's not actually that big of an involved combo, and it's probably going to be what Insecticons revolve around, to be perfectly mm. honest. So so that's a lot of words about Bug Bomb. <laughs> cargo trailer, I actually, I, we said we want trucks to work. I don't know if this is enough to put it over the top, but it could be. Cargo trailer is a blue pip, put only on trucks. The upgraded character has plus one attack for each cargo trailer on it. Up to three cargo trailers can fit in its utility slot. So you could yeah. theoretically have nine.
0: Yes. Then, you can have three cargo trailers attached, giving plus nine attack.
1: And a weapon, by the way. Whatever, and a weapon you know, and, weapon and an, an armor. Yep. I don't know if... It, like, it's really cool, but without a a hunker down for trucks, I feel like you're going to run into problems. Plus, it's just... I got to go get my cargo trailer. So without that hunker down effect, you're just as likely to mill them as draw them. Yeah. Like likely to mill them than draw them.
0: If there was like a new design, but only for utility and got you two upgrades instead of one. Right. This would be amazing. That would definitely go into any truck deck. But currently, even with new designs, it's like, okay, this is going to take two turns to get going.
1: Yeah. And I have
0: to put them in truck mode while I'm attaching it.
1: Yeah. Now, that being said, they, I believe they generally have more defense in truck mode, so it, it, there is an incentive to do it, to buy you that extra little bit of time. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know if this is enough to make trucks a thing.
0: Yeah.
1: I do love the, the theoretical idea of, so it's Prime dragging three 18-wheeler cargo <laughs> trailers, transforming, and then just, like, flipping them over his head and smashing them, like, onto somebody when he attacks. Like that's what I'm picturing that more often. (laughs) Yeah, that would actually be hysterical. Rather than just you know carrying the other Autobots around, make them walk, fill it in with a bunch of rocks, and (laughs) just just crush somebody with it. Yeah. So I okay. So we move on from cargo trailer, which at least lends itself to that deck to combat training. It's a white pip. It's a utility. When the upgraded character has a weapon, it has bold one. When the upgraded character has an armor, it has tough one. Does this card make you excited? <laughs> not really. Yeah, I've, I'm not super excited. Every time I open them, I'm like, oh well, this is. I actually, I think I opened six of them, and I was not excited past the first. Let me tell you. I I'm not sure what deck I want this in. Like... I feel like it wants to be in a hound deck where it's oh everything that I flip it's or everything that I have does multiple things theoretically. I mean, when I get around
0: to building that Autobot Mirage, a mm-hmm. bunch of white battle icon deck, I'll have to include this because of the white battle icon. I just don't know if it's really that great. I'll be honest with
1: yeah, you. I'm not sure if it even makes it there because there are a lot white, lot of white battle icons already. And then on top of it, I mean, you're probably not going to be literally 40 white pips. It's going to well, be some orange he... and some blue as well, depending on what the card actually does.
0: The idea, originally, was 40.
1: <laughs> well, for Mirage, you, you may need it. I'm thinking more but, for Hound, or um. Yeah. what's the other? So, there are a couple like Chromia, there are a couple others that want white pips, but can live with a few.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a small benefit that those decks might see played, but I think there's... Attaching a Flamethrower would just be better in general, because you're not removing that white battle icon from your deck right. as an upgrade. Hmm. You're you're also gaining Bolt, too. So, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a toss-up. Well, Someone was, so might figure it out. But. It
1: does nothing by itself, which is also something yeah. to put out. It requires other cards, and your opponent could deactivate it with ramming speed or something. So, it, yeah. it, it has a lot of things going against it. Yeah. So, uh, we'll move on from there to Crushing Size. Uh, white Pip, upgraded utility. When you put this on a character, scrap an enemy utility. If you can't, draw a card and pierce one
0: yeah I mean it's very, it's very similar to scrapper gauntlets and right. drill arm, but it's just for utility you can scrap enemy utilities and if you can't draw a card. So I love scrapper gauntlets and drill arm. This one I'm a little less in love with.
1: I'm not sure off the top of my head the number of utilities that I care about. Obviously if, if the meta is rampant with utilities, okay yeah, you run this as an extra ramming speed. Or you uh-huh. run a bunch of these and then extra ramming speeds if you want, say, five or whatever. Some combination of it. Uh, the Pierce could be relevant. Obviously, if they gave attack to one, defense to the other, they had to do something different for the third. Yeah. Uh, this one, I think, is going to be the most situational out of that cycle.
0: I like it most for the draw
1: card. Yeah, if you just straight up want to draw a card, because Pierce is deceptively strong, mm-hmm. i found. I or maybe it's just me. I I first saw Pierce as a keyword and said, "Oh, well, that's pretty cool." But then there are games where, okay, it is pivotal that you have some kind of Pierce. Yeah. So even Pierce one could be relevant to continue bleeding your opponent out. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I think I'm with you. This one isn't super exciting comparatively. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. We got Crushing Treads, another tank one. Orange Pip. Put on only tanks. It's another utility. Upgraded character has pierce equal to its defense. Now, in this case, I think this one matters a lot. Yes. This so, is a great utility to discard with crushing, crushing time. <laughs> You are correct. The irony <laughs> of crushing sizing a tank is kind of funny. But, um, yeah, this on Demolisher or something is kind of hysterical. Eesh. Or really, any tank. I mean, they all have the yeah. defense. Yeah. Um, you're going to run this in tanks, obviously it's not going to make an appearance elsewhere, I don't think there are too many tanks that would justify outside of a tank deck and wanting this. Yeah. like like, I don't see any scenario where that's going to happen. Yeah. But the the question is, so, would you, let's say tanks are a fringe deck, so they're tier 2 or they occasionally show up as tier 1, but the majority of things are not tanks. Do you care about Pierce if it's not tanks running rampant. Are there enough other characters with high defense that you're going to want, you know, pierce seven?
0: I like pierce for mainly just guaranteeing those knockouts. I had a game yesterday where my opponent was like, okay, I have a chance of surviving. He had two health left. He flipped into his more defensive mode, and I had a piercing blaster in hand. Yeah, and he was he- like, okay, I think I, I think I have a chance. And then I just put down Piercing Blast, and it's like, that's game, isn't it? I'm like, yeah.
1: So I know – I already know the answer to this question, but were you at my release event? Because that was identical to what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that it, that's a, the exact situation that happened to me. Um, yeah, I flew all the way across the states <laughs> to
0: randomly show up at a store that I knew you would randomly show up that you yep. didn't know you'd show up to. You
1: know, I – I guess in general, I mean, I think it'll be a meta thing. I could certainly see cutting this from tank builds if tanks or other high defense things. Because, yes, you are correct. You, it does secure kills. hmm But is it worth spending that upgrade turn when you could be playing, you know, if there's another utility? It kind of goes back to the bug bomb thing. What are you replacing it with? I think they're there are more options for to replace this than there are to replace Bug Bomb if you were to do it.
0: I'm not sure. You don't think Because so? tanks have such high defense that you're getting a really high amount of Pierce off, mm-hmm. and they're not exactly the best at attacking. Now, some of them are pretty good, but right. generally, their defense is probably higher. I mean, with Demolisher, he's got an attack of, what, zero?
1: Yes. Now, the, uh, <laughs> the thing with him, though, is even in my, and this was the next point I was going to bring up, it, so it's good that you had bro- mentioned that, when I was playing Demolisher, I was generally flipping 8 to 12 cards, Yeah. because it's very easy to boost his defense, but that low, that zero attack stat means that you need all the oranges you can get. So I, I'm not sure what a, a constructed tank list will look like yet. Mm -hmm. as far as, so the pierce may be relevant because maybe that demolisher is really only getting, you know, four attack, even though you're flipping half your deck. Yeah. So maybe you're right that it comes down to it. This could be one of the only orange pips in the deck because that is going to be key if you were to lean into, well, I'm going to go tanky and everything's blue.
0: Yeah, but I don't think tanks actually need a lot of blue. They've already got high defenses. So go with a lot of orange pips and let something like this just make up for the uh, lack of attack power that they have.
1: Right, yeah, I'm, I like I said, I'm very curious to see how it shakes out, because I went with that exact plan yesterday, and again, this was limited, so there's a lot of other variables in, in place, but yeah. I tried to load up on as many orange pips as I could, and I was able to be taken down much more quickly than I thought. That being said, mm. a lot of people head piercing blaster, so <laughs> uh, it, it, there are a lot of things in play. I'm not sure what it would shakes out on on average. Yeah, so we'll we'll have to see how that one goes. This one, I doubt we're gonna have much to say about Cybertronium bow, blue pip. It's a weapon gives you plus one attack when the upgraded character attacks, and you flip an equal number of orange and blues. Have to be exactly equal. Each of those blues add plus one to its total. I uh, until we see more double pip like orange blue i don't see how this gets played
0: it's easier to play this than shock absorbers.
1: yes that that is a true (laughs) statement (laughs) you are accurate in that uh yeah i i don't have much positive to say about this and i opened like what feels like a thousand of them so (laughs) move on to something more exciting uh databank white pip upgrade utility at the start of your turn draw a card this is, is a staple. Yeah, I was about to say, is this a three-of in literally everything you've built?
0: Maybe not a three-of, but it's at least a two-of.
1: Yes. I have a hard time. This is a utility that I, I have a hard time thinking of a reason you don't want it. Mm-hmm. it the only time, I guess, is if you your white pip slot is really congested, and I don't know i'm i'm try i'm stretching here trying to find a reason uh but it, it, games tend to in my experience end up very scrappy, you have very few cards very quickly, as we discussed before, and this makes sure that you continually have gas, yeah so uh
0: I mean that's just the idea of you're allowed to play two cards per turn usually mm-hmm. and you're drawing one card per turn well databank you're drawing two so you're drawing how how many you can play usually
1: yep. yeah this card I would be pretty much always happy to see it, uh, it just about in any capacity because even as a critical it would be useful so that it earns its slot in many different ways yeah. Uh, so moving on to another white pip, this is data pad upgrade utility. When the upgraded character attacks, draw a card. Then you may put a card from your hand on top of your deck. So you get to rig your combat step a little bit, or you can just draw cards. The question is, do you need that extra card draw since data bank exists?
0: Exactly. This is only off of upgrade character attacks while data Bank is every turn. Yeah. So if you're using it for draw, it's not that great. If you're using it to customize the top card of your deck, it's decent.
1: I think you since know? incoming transmission exists, that way you're not trying to fight both Datapad and Databank as you know playing cards in the same turn. You could incoming transition the same turn that you play Databank. Unless you really want extra white pips kind of thing, this feels mm-hmm. like, okay, you'll play it until you acquire databanks and then you'll clear yeah. these for databanks and that's kind of the long and the short. Yeah. Uh, this one I'm not too excited about either uh, because of the way it's worded. Debilitating crystal. White pip. It's another utility. Mm-hmm. When the upgraded character attacks, return one of the defending character's upgrades to owner's hand. I, I don't know. I the, just can't care about the, this one enough.
0: <laughs> like The best use for me to that is a yo-yo effect mm-hmm. of like Okay, my upgrade for a turn. I attach this, you know, oh, I return it to your hand. Okay, I guess for my upgrade for a turn, I attach this, oh, I return it to your hand. You know, keep going back and forth with that upgrade, slows him down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or just, oh, he's got blast shield on him. Well, I really want to do more damage, so I'll equip this so I can return blast shield to his hand and possibly hit harder.
1: But this is but, almost always yeah. competing probably with ramming speed or something to that effect. Like, Yeah. I'd, I'd rather just... I mean, there are, it's not strictly better, ramming speed over this. Because there are scenarios where, oh, well, I don't want them to reshuffle that thing back in for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather put it in their hand or, like you said, slow them down. But I don't know if I care enough to play this specifically. Yeah. Uh. Whoop. Went backwards by accident. So the next one is Drill Arms. It sounds like one of your favorites, so it's a blue pip. It's a weapon, plus one attack. When you put this on a character, scrap an enemy armor if you can't, draw a card. Yeah. So I think the biggest question for this for you is what character is on that card? Let's see if we can start an internet fight.
0: (laughs) I have no idea, man. There's so many, like random Transformer characters in the comics and through all of continuities. Uh, yeah, I, were... I have lost track of so many.
1: So the, what I was trying to bait you into was uh, whether that is Frenzy or Rumble. Because oh, okay. um, the big debate is whether Frenzy is red and Rumble is blue or the reverse. Because the old cartoon colored them one way and the comics uh-huh. colored them another way. And then it's kind of been this running gag of which side they are. Or which which way they should be colored. It's a silly, like I said, it's a silly internet argument. I I was figuring it's some big guy. No, I'm pretty sure, yeah, because they have those, uh, like, wing gun things. And you can see where the the holes would be if he transformed into a cassette on his chest.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess so.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, to the actual card, I think this is really strong. Um, It's probably going to see, if not a lot of play. I don't know if it's an auto-include, but it's pretty close.
0: It's, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like I need some extra upgrades, but I'm not really sure what's going to give me a great benefit. This will. Yeah. Like, it's either disruption or you draw a card and it's a plus one. Like
1: One thing that I found interesting with this is, do I run this versus ramming speed or some similar effects? Because what, you could say, oh, well, I'll play this over ramming speed unless I really need both. Because, well, it does something in the event that I don't need it. The problem yeah. is is if you do need it and you already played it as a weapon, it's not coming back until you lose your guy probably. So
0: or you just play three of and replace it. There is
1: that. Yes. Yeah. That I actually did that a
0: few times at the draft yesterday. Replace drill arms with drill arms just to get that scrap off.
1: Yeah. It it is something that you're that people are going to have to be aware of. So it is a yeah. a point I wanted to bring up. But I do really like this thing and I think it'll definitely show up. This one's another popular one, at least right now. Energonics. Yeah. It's a blue pip. It's a weapon put only on damage characters. Pierce 2 and plus 3 attack. Tell me what else you want on this card.
0: <laughs> I love theorycrafting with this card. Mm-hmm. I have
1: not included it in a single deck
0: yet. Really?
1: <laughs> okay, so I, I'm i with you on the theorycrafting part, but the I have definitely put it on lists and I mean they're not literally built yet because I'm still acquiring cards but uh there's a lot of ways that you can shuffle damage if you go second theoretically to try and mm-hmm. move the damage to try and get an energon axe onto what you have or uh for a while I was like trying to think is it worth it to put static laser of ironhide into a megatron living weapon deck so I could energon axe it and then you know all kinds of weird stuff um, yeah. But it hasn't been making a cut for you? No, I
0: I don't know. It's one of those things where, how long is this benefit going to be there? Mm-hmm. If I'm putting it on a damaged character, and we're talking two to three hit KOs, right. how many attacks am I really getting off with it? Something like a car deck might actually be able to take advantage of this a lot better mm-hmm. than some other decks, but...
1: Well, what are your thoughts on Ransack in this? Is it Ransack? not bad.
0: Uh, he's yeah, the he one can that take, pulls, right? Yeah, he pulls two damage from another character mm. and he his attack is equal to his damage. Right. That's not a bad move. Um I'm is just it? worried that Insecticon's mm. are already getting pretty thick. Yeah. I'm not sure Energon... Ax really works with how thick they already are,
1: where I've seen it to the most or where I think it's going to have the most success is again, Dinobots to circle it back to the I guess the uh twelve thousand pound robotic dinosaur in the room uh, yeah. because you can do weird stuff with moving damage there or you know any of the other effects, and you're already so aggressive, yeah that it's okay, well, now I'm super aggressive, and I could one shot things.
0: Yeah, no. I think uh, something like Nemesis Prime can also take advantage of this. Of you know, I have sixteen health. You're not knocking me out anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So do a little bit of damage to me, and out comes the axe.
1: Do you play this with Cosmos?
0: <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. Well, only because you brought up the huge amount <laughs> of health. So he could sponge a lot theoretically. Yeah. Uh, and but I it was I was half joking. It's not. Yeah. A, I, I mean, I mean the serious side, yeah, he really could sponge a lot of damage, but I don't know if four attack pierce two is enough to justify it. I mean, it's better than what he's at currently. <laughs> uh, dude, I'll be honest with you. I like Cosmos. I think there's a Cosmos build out there, potentially, if not now, certainly later. Yeah. But I don't think there's a reason to be buffing his attack. Like, you, you don't care about his attack. You're going for a lot of white pips. You're just KOing people.
0: Uh, another Transformers YouTuber was messing with being like, uh, dude, I don't know why, but I really want to build uh, Nemesis Prime and uh, Autobot Cosmos, and I'm not sold on that deck, mm. but the way he sold it was interesting. So, maybe Energon X would fit with that deck because mm. both of them are kind of damage sponges. Both of them can take advantage of multiple turns with Energon X.
1: Right. I think you're absolutely right that you need to get your money's worth out of it. Yeah. And it, it may be a very small amount of money, but we'll yeah. see. Uh, so Flamethrower, this one's showing up in a lot of places as well. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Orange Pips. As it should. Yes, it's a Weapon Bolt too. I don't know if there's a whole lot to say about it. It's kind of straightforward. Um, yeah. But, but it does its job so effectively because it's offense-offense, not offense-defense pips versus text.
0: Yeah, I will have more to say about that. future card.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. So we'll move on. We'll see if we can get there. So Force Field. Uh, It's a white pip. It's an armor. If the upgraded character would take five or more attack damage instead, scrap this card, and they only take four. So is this something you're expecting to see a lot, or do you think this is going to be a meta call, depending on whether we have go tall versus go wide?
0: I think it'll be seen a lot. Uh, Currently, what better armors do we have? Right. The next next best one is Blast Shield, which prevents two damage. This can prevent an untold number of damage. Right. You know, like, if, you know, I hear people talking about swinging in with 17 with, like, Nemesis Prime and whatnot. Mm. Well, if I have a force field, oh, that giant swing turned into
1: four damage. Right. So, and the other key thing, if I am reading this correctly, and I'll be honest with you, Pierce still, I have to, and I apologize to any of my opponents from yesterday that I played against, where I had to literally talk through the turns, because I have a mental block when it comes to Pierce. I don't know why, but it gets me every time. Uh, You don't care about Pierce with this. Now, granted, you're probably not going to be looking at Pierce gazillion, but... uh,
0: Right. Uh, Yeah, if your opponent does Pierce six, you're still only taking four. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So, like I said, it's one of those that, for me, personally, I always have to, like, okay, wait a second. How does Pierce work exactly? Oh, yeah. 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 This this will work and will actually help you. Now, like I said, unless you're going against that tank upgrade, you're probably not going to see Pierce in numbers that matter for this, but still.
0: Well, there's a reason why I said Pierce 6.
1: Yes. I wonder why. So, Fusion Cannon of Megatron. uh, What was that? Yep. Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought you said no, and I'm like, wait, what are we talking about then? (laughs) Uh, So, Blue Pip... It's a weapon. While on Megatron, he has pierce three and it gives everybody plus one.
0: Right. Yeah. Right, okay, I see what you're saying, yes. He get Whoever it's equipped to gets plus one, but plus while one. it's on Megatron, he, has pierce he gets plus three. Yeah, yeah, I said
1: that a little pierce strangely, three. sorry.
0: <laughs> no worries. I was like, wait, is that like some sort of matrix thing? Or <laughs> no, it's just said differently. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I really like this. Uh, And like you said, Pierce 6 on the Uncommon Megatron, although I think it's worthwhile on the Rare Megatron as well.
0: It's worthwhile on both, but I just love the idea of Pierce 6. Yeah. That is frightening. Like, taking 6 damage is already like, oh boy, that's not good. And if you can't block that, I mean, what are you supposed to do? (laughs)
1: Look, if Megatron says you're going down, (laughs) look, it's happening. (laughs) <laughs> There's not much you can do about it. Then the man is a weapon. And yeah. yeah a living weapon. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now one thing to point out is it is offense versus defense again. Uh although mm-hmm. since it's an upgrade, it's gonna be sticking out there. Your extra copies may come into play, but uh it is another one where you won't be getting that offensive bonus if you're flipping it, so yeah. But I'm, I think this is going to make the cut anyway. It's just going to, you know, you have to be aware of it when you're doing the numbers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so this is another one that's probably going to show up a lot. Probably with those Megatrons also. Grenade Launcher, Orange Pit. Yeah. For attack. But after the upgraded character attacks, scrap this card. Yeah. I. Who cares? Because you're probably just killing the thing that you're attacking.
0: Yeah, this is one of those such a powerful card, Mm -hmm. and, like, I would say every deck would see play Mm -hmm. with this, except, of course, my weird decks, (laughs) and, you know, like, it's just such a powerful card, I, it's tough to cut this from a list.
1: I think the the better way to look at it is it's a leap into battle for four, (laughs) essentially.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, although... uh, mm. one of my favorite things is attaching it and then attacking with someone else because it only gets scrapped when that character attacks. That's true. And I've gotten two grenade launchers on a single character before, or on a Megatron. That a living weapon would before.
1: be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a good point to bring up because you can set that up. If your opponent didn't already attack and, you know, make whatever your the target you want vulnerable, mm. banking it like that is a good play. Or new design yeah yeah absolutely so yeah we, you're gonna everybody's gonna be seeing a lot of grenade launchers in their future uh, so definitely be prepared mm-hmm. uh, the next one is handheld blaster double blue pip it's a weapon gives bold one so are you excited for this for the double blue or are you excited for the bold one or are you not excited at all
0: neither I I'm not a big
1: fan see I like it strictly for the I mean the bold one is whatever but the double blue pip any of the double pips Right now, I'm interested in until we have better ones or more in general. Uh, For me, I would rather have a
0: better card text mm-hmm. with a one less battle icon. Like, flamethrower is better than handheld blaster, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: In a vacuum, yes. Uh, I, I think whatever that all blue pips dot deck is probably going to run this anyway. Uh, if your goal
0: is blue battle icons, definitely right. But,
1: I think it, it's worth, again, this is this card, the only reason anybody cares about it is because of the double blue pips. It, otherwise, yeah. why are you not running Flamethrower? Uh, yeah,
0: and, that's a fair point.
1: And that's kind of, that's the whole card. <laughs> that's all exactly. The uh, so the next one is one that I thought was weird that it was an upgrade, and it's heroism. So it's a blue pip, it's a utility. If any of your other characters would take attack damage, instead the upgraded character takes damage. I thought it was weird because the, just the name of the card tell, makes me feel like it should be an action. Mm-hmm. Like you're being heroic. It's not like you can install a component and now your your character's heroic. It feels weird.
0: I'm still waiting for that upgrade in the mail. For
1: play, <laughs> yeah, For all, me personally. Exactly. Like, if I could mail away yet. for that, just Amazon yeah. that right now. And yeah. <laughs> like tomorrow, oh well. But this Two-day actually, shipping. Yeah, Tuesday right? <laughs> sh- i got to wait till Tuesday. So this card, though, I do like the card itself because it messes with your opponent's combat math. So that whatever vulnerable card character you have, guess what? They're not quite so vulnerable anymore.
0: Well, I like putting it on a high health character while my high defense character is the target.
1: That's a good point. That's actually a really good point because it only changes the attack damage taken. It doesn't care what the, the defense is.
0: Exactly. So the character they target, their defense will be subtracted from the attack, but the damage is put on another character.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you think this trick is strong enough in general, though?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something like the secret or super rare uh, Bumblebee really wants to take advantage of that. You put this on a different character so that he does become the last one alive, and then plus two attack, plus two defense.
1: You know, it, in that context, it doesn't sound quite so heroic when you're sending everyone out as fodder. <laughs> you know, because I actually have that deck, and I'm calling it tentatively Dickhead Bumblebee. Um, <laughs> we're, I just like, said wave of wave of my own men. <laughs> yeah, like that Sound too heroic to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm old fashioned. I I don't know. That Franigan is such a hero. I don't know
0: (laughs) what you're complaining about.
1: So, yeah, I really do like heroism. I think it's going to be interesting since it's the only kind of thing that that does this, um, (laughs) or one of the few redirection cards. It's going to be, it may be slim pickings for that Bumblebee build or something similar. But it's something to keep an eye on. Kind of like everything. It's the first set. Well, we got to see what other things come down the pipe. But it's definitely a powerful effect. Mm-hmm. So let's see what we got next. We got Im- improvised shield. Another one that kind of like handheld blaster. Double orange yeah. pip. It's an armor, tough one. Nobody cares except for the orange pips. I
0: yeah, same opinion as handheld blaster.
1: Yeah. So let's move on. Uh, Ion blaster of Optimus. Blue pip. Put only on Optimus. Plus two attack. Plus one defense. I need to to
0: revisit the multiple Optimus deck idea.
1: That's what I was about to say. I don't know if it's worth it.
0: So you can run the two high-end Optimuses together, 12 mm -hmm. and 13 points. And And then there's the lower one from the starter set. And that's the one that I had practice with because we didn't know about the 13-star one yet. Right. So now I gotta revisit that idea and figure out if it's worth it still.
1: The, I could see it potentially because the rare optimist, since it lets you cheat one of the core rules of the game by playing multiple cards a turn, you know whatever yeah. it happens to be, you have a unique advantage there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's possible, uh, but the the two wide teams definitely. I don't know. It, it's gonna be tough for them to compete. I think.
0: Yeah. No. It, We'll have to see how uh, viable 2-Wide is, and right. I will find out soon. <laughs>
1: ah, Alright, so people, check out TCG Rollout later on. Definitely keep your eyes peeled for those coming up.
0: Well, Shockwave
1: and Burner. Well, yes, but in general, the 2-Wides. The, uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, the next one we got is another one that we may not have a whole lot to say, because I think anybody seeing this is going to know exactly what it is. Jaws of Steel, orange pip put only on Dinobots. It's a utility... But it gives Bolt, too. I mean, if
0: Dinobots ever see play, it's definitely going to see play. But until that day... What are
1: the odds that we're going to see Dinobots? I mean, let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everybody and their brother and their grandmother and, you know, people that are Power Rangers fans instead of Transformers fans will see the power level on this card. Yeah, so we'll leave that one alone. This one it probably is a little more interesting to talk about, and that's the Matrix of Leadership. So it's orange pip, blue pip, upgrade, Autobots only, or put on uh-huh. Autobots only. While this is on a leader, though, each of your other characters gets plus one attack, pierce one, and it also grants the attached character plus one attack. Yeah. I wonder if we'll ever see a mind control effect in the future where you could theoretically get... So you... You can only attach this to Autobots, and you could run a mixed team now. And it'll yeah. still give the Decepticon the other thing, but I don't—I can't think of any Autobot mind-controlling things, mm-hmm. just in general lore. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see if that shows up. I like this. Obviously, this just has a place in cars. There's enough leaders spread across a number of different uh, characters that this will probably see play. Uh, are you I, up or down on this one?
0: I like it. Um, I really feel like every time I think about this, card i want to build a team around it Mm. and actually the three wide bumblebee team kind of works with this perfectly
1: yeah i mean that's where i think it'll it's going to be a three of in that deck probably uh it'll go up elsewhere of note because it is one of two cards with orange and blue pips if we ever see more of them maybe cybertronium bow and shock absorbers like we said won't be binder fodder uh yeah so there is something there
0: yeah and matrix leadership is A pain to deal with I played against someone and I so they played it down my turn I discarded it with a ramming speed their turn they played it down I drew into another ramming speed got rid of it third turn in a row they played it down again
1: (laughs) it was so frustrating so you're saying they no matter what the matrix comes in clusters yeah I really hope that when Galvatron shows up you can play Uh it on him somehow uh-huh. I don't know what they would have to do, but it, I hope there's some interaction. But we'll, That will be interesting. It'll be cool. So this sounds like it's one of your favorites, the next one, multi-mission gear. It's an orange pip, gives plus one defense, it's an armor, and when you put this on a specialist, you can play an action. So I played
0: specialist at the draft that I was at yesterday, and... I got two of these multi-gears and two multi-tools, which will be the next one we look at.
1: Mm. And
0: these things, I swear, won me the game.
1: They seem ridiculous. And Yeah. Now, now you're, we've referenced your Shockwave build multiple times. Are you playing these in there, or do you see that the only specialist build that these would fit in? Or do you think specialists in general are going to be a home?
0: Uh, I am playing it with Shockwave. Even though he's my only specialist, these abilities are just too good to pass up. Right. Um, And if you have specialists in that Bumblebee team, one Bumblebee is specialist, and I'm debating on throwing these in. Really? Because these abilities are just so good. Play an extra action... Are you kidding me? That action can be a brainstorm, which could be two more actions.
1: <laughs> yeah. The chaining of these things gets really silly if you manage to pull it off. Now, I was yeah. just checking real quick. Unfortunately, Thundercracker himself is not a specialist. Correct. But you could include him on a team with this, along with brainstorm and other things, and then makes Thundercracker super scary.
0: You know who is a specialist? Who's that? RC and Flame War. Yes. The lowest star cost characters that we have that can be put into multiple teams.
1: Yep, and especially with RC, she is. uh, I think a lot of people are pretty high on her, but we'll uh, we'll be covering her in our character section. Yeah, yeah. Both of them. As a quick aside, I ran numbers. Flame War, if I remember correctly, is actually pound for pound, so stars per stats, the highest. uh, I think she has like three point eight stats per star. Throwing oh. out, like, some of the weird ones, like Cosmos or, or things like that. Uh-huh. Um, which I thought was a, kind of interesting. I'm pretty sure it was Flame War. I gotta go back and check my spreadsheet, but...
0: I, I like how Flame War actually helps out the team, mm-hmm. while RC feels pretty selfish. <laughs> yeah. She's got the healing aspect, but that Pierce, A, yeah. is gonna be massive, but B, like, why aren't you helping out the team, RC?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, she does have that loner capacity in some continuities. You know that's not so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, multi-mission gear definitely gets a thumbs up. I really like this card, and I I feel it's better than our next one, multi-tool, which is basically the same thing, but it's a blue pip, gives you plus one attack, and when you play it on a specialist, you can play an upgrade. Oh, I effect. like them
0: both. I'm playing both of them.
1: Oh, I definitely like right. both of them. I just lean towards, as we discussed before, I I think actions edge out power level right now a little bit. Yeah. So that's why I lean towards that. Plus, there are a number of cards that care how many actions you play in a turn. Yes, mm-hmm. we have equipment enthusiasts, but I don't feel as though there are as many cards that care about how many equipment you have.
0: One of my favorite plays from yesterday was multi-tool into multi-mission gear into brainstorm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you have? Did you have the follow-up for all of it?
0: Yeah, I like, I did like leap into battle and then uh, backup <laughs> plan and. It was beautiful.
1: I'm sure your opponent was very thrilled about that. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so yeah, these cards will definitely have a home. Obviously, they're only going to get better over time as we see more specialists and you can mm-hmm. get different card or team compositions. So I'm excited about these in their future. Yeah. So this one, I'm sure, has you excited. Oh yeah, no ray of Starscream. Orange pit. Um, it's a weapon. Gives plus one attack. And while it's on Starscream, he has bolt too. So you've mentioned before that you, you kind of have a fondness for Starscream. Yeah, he's alright. He's okay. <laughs> so do you think this is good enough for him? Are you running this in Starscream builds or you don't you don't care about this?
0: Yes. If you are playing Starscream, you have to play this. <laughs> like, not just because of the theming, but because it gives a plus one attack, it's got an orange battle icon if you're if you play it on anything else. And that's not bad. Right. That's not bad at all.
1: As we discussed before, offensive and offensive pairings are definitely something to keep an eye out for, or defensive and defensive.
0: Yeah, it's just this card is streamlined to be offensive. Right. So.
1: Yeah, and bold too. I mean, at, on Starscream, it's a better flamethrower. Yeah. And, and flamethrower's already getting played, so it. I think it, it gets included when you're running planes.
0: And you've got the two options for Starscream. And one of them already has Bold 1.
1: Yes. So you do have that potential option of going into maybe not Dinobot levels, but a Bold centric build for that. Yeah. Uh, Wait,
0: so, both, both of them have Bold.
1: Uh, well, the, do they? Let me pull yeah,
0: the, I just pulled up Air Commander. He's got Bold Tune Bot Mode. Ah. Yeah, I was so obsessed with his Alt Mode that I forgot they had Bold Bot Mode.
1: It's a good point. Yeah.
0: Makes
1: it even better. Well, at least on that particular version, you have an excuse, or I have an excuse too, because, let's face it, that that, alt mode is kind of (laughs) interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, uh, moving on to the next one, Piercing Blaster. It's a white pip, it's a weapon, and you get Pierce 3. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: This one definitely lost me a few games, and the reason I say that is my opponent played it and just secured a kill right then. Which I think is how it's typically going to get played, I doubt... I mean, it's possible, obviously, it'll happen in some scenarios, but I imagine it's just going to be, I'm playing this so I can kill that guy right now.
0: Yeah. And we were talking with the uh, the Megatron weapon, pierce six on a Megatron. Well, if you're playing three of that weapon and that's not enough, you can always play piercing plaster right. to get pierce three another way.
1: Yeah, it also adds the redundancy of, okay, well, I'm going to draw one of these six, and yeah, it's also a white pip, so okay, well maybe that just fills your, your critical strike quota for that build yeah. sort of thing. So it, this one's pretty strong. Of note, we have seen some of these we've highlighted are common, so it's something that you're going to see a lot. It's not all, everything's tucked into the rare slot. And we've said that before, but it is nice to see that, oh, well this is a strong card and it's a common. Yeah, that's what I love.
0: Like so many decks are going to be full of commons. Right. And when new players come to the game, it's going to be like, I've got all these extra commons here. Take these. Like, I don't need them. And they can just have a functioning deck that's actually semi-competitive from the get-go.
1: Exactly. It's definitely a good way to draw people in. And since you were talking about draft, it will impact draft formats much more often than, you know, if you see a bombing run, something like that. So uh, moving on to another one with threes on it. Power sword, blue pip, put only on melees, it's a weapon, bold three. Yeah. I don't remember, so I don't know, did you have the opportunity to read the article on VectorSigma.info?
0: Um, he sent me that article early, actually. Oh, okay. And I was reading through it slowly, but he actually launched the site before I got to I've just been so busy with all these videos I've been making.
1: That's fair. I Well, you're... Only daily. Come on, man! You gotta crank them out faster.
0: I went up to three videos a day and three hours of sleep. Oof. I yeah. I, I I'm back down to one.
1: <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, out there in uh, TV land, watching, listening, whatever. Stop what you're doing. Pause this one. Whether it's to stream the video, go over to YouTube, check out TCG rollout, hit the subscribe button because the man's putting in a lot of work. It's says you know the least That's you can it. do.
0: You are too kind,
1: but so yeah, uh, I'm still tired. <laughs> I don't blame you. So, uh, this one, I like it. I think, if I remember correctly, from Landis' article, it boiled down to that this is not quite as good as it seems on the surface, and ultimately, flamethrower is better in a lot of cases.
0: I made the same point in one of my videos, right. too. Like, I had a whole flamethrower versus power sword, and this is what I was referencing when I would have more to say about flamethrower when we talk about power sword. Right. Because Flamethrower has that orange battle icon, which is working towards its goal of doing more damage with Bolt 2. While Power Sword has the opposite effect.
1: Right. It seems flashy, because Bolt 3 is a lot. And you can, you know, it obviously wants to be on something like a Dinobot. But mathematically, they get edged out. In Dinobots, it makes sense.
0: Because they have so much bold that these blue battle icons won't hurt as much, but in something smaller, the Bold 2 from Flamethrower, you're really gonna want that uh, orange battle icon to be in the deck in order to flip.
1: Exactly. So Yeah, it's gonna be interesting long-term again to see where this shakes out. I do appreciate yeah. that they have these restrictive ones where it's okay, Well, we'll push it on the Bold or whatever other power level, but then restrict it to certain things so that
0: mm-hmm. you have
1: to really make a decision when you're building the deck. Yeah. So what do we got next? We've got Primary Laser, a much more basic version of this. Uh, it's Bolt, or it's Bolt. It's a blue pip, no text box. It's a weapon plus two attack. Do you see, Are you running this instead of Flamethrower? No. Yeah.
0: Like, I can see that justification, and it makes sense. Mm. But with how valuable it is to cycle your deck, for any character, not just Nemesis Prime and uh, Cosmos, but how important it is to get cards from your scrap pile back in your deck so you have a chance of drawing them. Mm-hmm. I, I like bold 2 more, I gotta admit, you know?
1: Right. I, and okay. plus
0: 2 plus two, isn't enough for a textless box, because I can get plus 1
1: mm-hmm. with text. Right. Even something like Drill Arms, where it will be very relevant. Yeah. I... Uh, if this had an orange pip, I'd be much more excited for all the reasons that you were highlighting Power Sword versus Flamethrower. Yeah. Uh, it is, though. It's a common. It's something that's playable. Like it, You don't feel horrible for running it, I don't think.
0: Uh, if you want to go slightly more defensive, this isn't a bad play. You've got the offense uh, upgrade with the defense. Uh, battle icons, you can still do some damage while being defensive, but you got to pick and choose, really.
1: Right. So... Uh, our next one is Rapid Ascent, which is gives it plus one defense, it gives you an orange pip, it's an armor. When you put it on a ranged character, your opponent chooses a card from their hand and scraps it. Now, off the top of my head, I don't recall if Shockwave is ranged. I have a feeling he's not.
0: He is specialist.
1: Yep. So, in that particular case, he doesn't help you there unless you change it out. Now, Inferno is ranged, correct? Yep. Are you That's... including it with this? Yes. Okay.
0: It was either this or armed hovercraft, and I went with this. Okay, armed hovercraft would technically do more damage, but this is not just damage; it would—it's also disruption. So,
1: right. so it's doing damage on another axis, which is important. Yeah, and it—we referenced it before, but games can get scrappy unless you know somebody lands an early data bank. So you could be really messing with your opponent by pitching their last card, sort of thing. Yeah, uh, or if they're playing cards and they're trying to string together a turn where they play multiple things or, or a Brainstorm-centric build. Even though they're choosing the cards, you can still disrupt them enough with this. So I really yeah. like it.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, next is Reinforced Plating. Tough 2, Blue Pip, and it's an armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Bold 2 is great. This is good that it's both defensive and defensive. Yeah. I don't know if there's enough... Def- maybe that Nemesis or Cosmos build wants the tough and the cycling. Mm -hmm. That's where my brain immediately goes. What about you? Are you foreseeing you're running this anywhere?
0: Not right away. I still haven't figured out tough, really. Like, bold makes sense. Tough is a little funky to me. Right. You know, there's not a lot of... Tanks are pretty defensive. Maybe they could take advantage of this tough. Yeah. But you see plenty of characters are like... Bold 2, game bold 3, do this mini bold, dino chomp, bold 5, bold starts getting ridiculous more, you add to it, tough, tough 2 is like the highest tough we've seen.
1: Right. Which, it goes to one of your points about the healing that the design team clearly was treading lightly when it came to the defensive options because you run the risk of the game never ending. Yeah. Like, you, you could literally maybe not be able, either of you be able to end the game. Uh, if you don't happen to run Pierce or whatever. Uh, And that's why I'm not sure we're going to see super powerful defensive cards for a while. Um, I think you're right, tanks. Uh, Cosmos, like I said, is one of my first thoughts because you want to drag the game out, but you also want to cycle things, so maybe. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not not super excited. I think it has a chance at finding a home, but it's kind of on the fence.
0: Yeah, once defense really... Is figured out, I think it will make a lot more sense. But people are still uh, going all aggressive, all power, and kind of leaving defense behind. So we'll see it balance out, and and it might get played then.
1: Right. So our next one is Scrapper Gauntlets. Uh, Well, basically follows the cycle we saw before. It's an orange pip, has blue defense, or provides a defense, excuse me. Uh, When you put this on a character, scrap an enemy weapon if you can't draw a card. Yeah. Kind of see our other discussions.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I like this one the most, I think, of the other two.
1: I think weapons are so. going to be the most common ones, so yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree with you.
0: Weapons will probably be the most common played, and armors will be the second most common played, but you may not be running too many armors. And how many armors give you more than plus one? Yeah. So exactly. you get the plus one off this, and you get to screw, you know, mess up one there. their... Uh, mm-hmm. Weapons, so.
1: Exactly. Uh, Next is a super exciting one, Shock Exorbers. It's an orange pip. Gives one defense. Again, it's an armor. When the upgraded character defends and you flip an equal number of blue and orange, each of those orange add to its defense total. Binder fodder, unless you have some other suggestions.
0: I mean, if you're a lucky person,
1: maybe? (laughs) Like... If, if you are that lucky to get, to make value out of this, you should probably be playing in Vegas or something, I think.
0: Yeah, like it's one of those upgrades where hey, it gives you plus 1 and it might do something else.
1: Maybe. Yeah, Maybe.
0: like it has a chance of doing something else. I well, I would prefer scrapper Gauntlets, but you might prefer the chance at being better in defense. So,
1: well, all you people Shock Absorber fans out there, I wish you luck. Yeah. Uh, Static Laser of Ironhide. It's another offense offense, so we got an Orange Pip plus three attack. And when the upgraded character that is not Ironhide attacks, do two damage to it. Obviously, you want to play it on Ironhide, given the option. I guess, like we were saying before, maybe you could set up an Energon X across multiple turns or with um, Megatron. Um, Well, you'd still have to do it across multiple turns.
0: Yeah.
1: Is the plus three attack enough to entice you to play this on something that's not Ironhide?
0: I keep going back and forth with this. I have not. Jury's still out. It's it's an interesting take on a card.
1: Two um, damage,
0: it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but I think it's a lot. I mean, so with Energon Axe, I was like, okay, you gotta make sure you get a value out of this. With Ironhide, it's like, how much value are you really getting out of it? Where after two attacks, it's, oh, plus six, but four damage to me. After three attacks, it's, you know, plus nine, Mm -hmm. but six damage on me. Like, it just seems like every time the plus attack seems good, the damage is right behind it and not leaving much space for you to gain a huge advantage with it.
1: Yeah, unless you're securing a knockout, it just seems too steep. It's not even giving your opponent pierce two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just straight up two damage. I mean, it, it's kind of analogous to Pierce 2 to some extent, but there are other ways that this becomes... It's a little bit worse than that. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, if they literally only did one damage, if there's a Cosmos on the board, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so And the current Ironhide, I don't think is... I don't know if he's good enough to justify it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. when there's an all-Ironhide team, but right now, I, I don't know.
0: I think, like, next set, there's got to be a better Ironhide, and that's where this card is going to shine. Right. You know?
1: Yeah. Maybe the next one will fetch it out or something. Yeah. So, so this is one that ties into earlier discussions about the promos. Tandem targeting system. So it's an orange pip. It's a utility. It gives plus one attack. And when you play it from your hand, you may play a tandem targeting system from your scrap pile. This should never have been a promo. It's or a con exclusive.
0: Yeah, I mean, no card should have been exclusive, right? Like...
1: But this one, especially because it requires, even if this card was much worse, the fact that it has the templating of you need more of them, so yeah. it's even more difficult to acquire these things outside the game. Yeah, like, that is a like a huge strike against it to me.
0: And the fact, like, and then you run into the fact that's a utility that gives plus attack, which not many utilities do. Right. That just makes it even more valuable as a play.
1: Absolutely, and it, the card in general is really good, and I'm not a fan of the fact that it, it's a really good card that's going to be difficult for people to acquire. Uh, there's a lot of strikes against it from that perspective, but as an actual card, it's really strong, and I think it'll see. Play in a lot of different decks.
0: I mean you won't see me play it unless they reprint it or the YouTube takes off and I Can throw a ton of money at these cards. (laughs) (laughs) I Got you. I'm already stretching my budget for
1: right the what I have done (laughs) Uh, Let me pause for a brief moment. Just give me one second Landon. Yeah, no worries. I believe I'm
0: still live in the uh, Twitch. So, if anyone wants to uh, throw out any suggestions, thoughts, you know, I'll read them. I'm looking at the chat right now, and uh, maybe rant a little bit about it, or not. You know. You
1: uh, sorry about that. Lie. Could you repeat that one more time, Landon? Sorry, I did step away for just a moment. Oh, I was figuring I was still
0: live in uh, Twitch. Yes. You so were. I was just letting yeah. people in. I was just letting people know, if they wanna throw something in chat while you were gone, I would talk about it.
1: Okay, cool. I do no see one. that we have somebody yeah. in there, a couple people in there, so if anybody out there in TV land, like Landon was saying, wants to chime in, by all means. Yeah. Sorry, I needed to, uh, I turned the light on because it's starting to become nighttime by me, but uh, I forgot the fan was on the last time I had it on, so before it blows down my green screen or just makes so much white noise in the background, I had to you know, head that problem off. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so, tandem targeting system, like I said, bottom line, is it, you're going to see this. The, the ability's too good to not, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just sucks that it's going to be so difficult to find. Yeah. Uh, so the next one, thermal weaponry, is actually something I really like. So I want to see if you like it as much as I do. Uh, it's an orange pip. It's a weapon. It gives plus one attack. And when the upgraded character is attacking, it has Pierce one that attack for each blue you flip. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you like this one? Are you a fan of it? Or you uh, is this going to collect dust for you?
0: I'm definitely a fan of it. Mm-hmm. It uh, reminds me of The Bigger They Are, where I like the idea of putting it on smaller characters, and maybe you're playing more blue to help those small characters survive longer. Mm-hmm. But then this will just give them pierce, so they're gu- guaranteeing a lot of damage when they attack. So, Right.
1: My first thought with this actually was the... Well, I was thinking tanks, because I wanted to take their already high defense and push it so high that you are never taking any damage. Yeah. Um. And then it kind of functions as an extra copy of Crushing Treads. Yeah. So that that way you're making sure, because it, it also came up yesterday with, uh, like I said, with my Demolisher apparently never flipping any oranges, and mm-hmm. I wanted that little bit of damage to actually matter and get through. So yeah. I, I'm excited to try this out in whatever that all-blue deck is, basically. Uh,
0: The only thing is, is that there are a lot of really good weapon upgrades. Yes. And I'm not sure if this will see more play than a lot of those, including Piercing Blaster, which just gives you pierce three. You don't have to worry about flipping blue.
1: Yes. I think the only case for this over-piercing, well, maybe not only case, obviously there is the upside that, yeah, you could have pierce a gazillion if you flip all the cards. Yeah. Uh, but it does give the base plus one attack. Whereas yeah. Piercing Blaster, you're lacking it. So if it lines up closely with Piercing Blaster, I think you go with this unless you want that white pip. Because mm-hmm. this is, again... And it, I Then again, if you're playing it with that many blues, maybe you don't want it to be an orange. I'm not sure. Yeah, but It's going to be a, a weird math question for later on. Uh, so we have... Something that I'm sure we'll see no play next. Uh, turbo yeah. Boosters, Orange Pip. It's a utility that gives plus one attack, but only on cars. When you put this on a character, untap that character. Word on the street is that Cliff Jumper is okay. <laughs> uh, and that some of his friends are okay. So yeah. maybe this will see play? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. That's it's, a tough call there.
1: Yeah, this. I don't know exactly off the top of my head when this was revealed in relation to us knowing about the other cards. Uh, you may know better than I do. but This one was qu- quite early. Yes. Almost a month
0: ago, I would say.
1: So I don't know if the deck was a deck when this was revealed or it was a deck before it was revealed and then this solidified it. I remember Cliff Jumper. And everyone was like,
0: "Oh, how can we make cars work?" And then turbo boosters came out, and people were like, "That's how we make cars work." And <laughs> yep. then start your yep. engines came out, and people were like, "That's how you break cars."
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, man, I it's funny looking at hunker down and crushing treads, and then seeing turbo boosters and start your engines and, and doing the comparison. I know yeah. you're two different builds and two different things, but cars definitely feels pushed in this set. So mm-hmm. compared to some of the other. So hopefully down the line, you know, planes will get a little more support or we'll get a spaceship support card or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this one, if it wasn't a deck before this was revealed, it was after this was revealed.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, this card is what makes me love the alt mode of Bumblebee Legendary Warrior even more.
1: Ooh, that's a good point. So. For all those out in Audio Land, what makes you say that? So, with Bumblebee Legendary
0: Warrior, when you flip to this mode, the alt mode, this character can attack untapped enemies this turn, as though they were tapped. Seems so, good. You flip to Bumblebee's alt mode, so he gains that ability. You attach turbo boosters to untap him to get another attack off on a character that hasn't been tapped yet, that hasn't attacked yet, that might be close to death, and your opponent's like, okay, well, if I hold off on attacking with him, I'll keep an extra character for longer. No, you just go straight through and attack him.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that Bumblebee is going to be a threat for a lot of things, but this, yeah. A
0: A lot of people are saying Nemesis Prime is the better secret rare, and he's the more obvious, powerful one, but I think Bumblebee's got the tools.
1: Even if Nemesis is better, let's say that he is, I can't imagine there's a humongous gap between the two, because the things yeah. that the super rare Bumblebee d- does are so unique
0: mm-hmm. that
1: it's going to spawn a deck on its own no matter what. So it's kind of hard to say, you know, oh, well, Nemesis is better because he does X. Well, if we're building an entire deck around this other card, you can't tell me it's not super strong. Yeah. And it may even spawn multiple decks, (laughs) you know, depending on what kind of builds, whether you're including it in an existing build, or you're going all in on the abilities, or you're doing the the triple Bumblebee plan just for the the giggles, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Yeah. So that should actually conclude our action cards, unless I missed one.
0: Uh... Uh... Yeah, no, I think that's all the action and upgrade cards. So so. we have
1: officially gone through all the battle cards, ladies and gentlemen. So if you hang out with us for a second, we're going to switch gears a little bit, and we're going to talk about the ones that probably everyone was waiting for, the characters, the Transformers (laughs) themselves. Yeah, if we haven't talked about them enough already. (laughs) (laughs) There is never enough talking about them. That is true.